You need to understand. I will do anything to protect my family. I know you know what I'm talking about. So don't mess with me. Don't interfere in my business again. Because I will kill you. And anyone you care about. Now. Go in and show my daughter a good time. But not too good. I'm not a girl! I'm a boy! I mean, I'm a, I'm a man! I'm Nick. I'm Hunter. And this is NYC Actors Talk Spider-Man. And we have a very special guest today, Tony Artiga. Hey friends, how are you guys today? The man, the myth, the legend. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. The third time? The third Yes, this is my third time. My third time. Um, Also wanted to thank you guys on air because last time you guys shouted out my uh, podcast. And I feel like uh, I got quite a few... um, quite a few uh subscribers as part part as a result of that so i wanted to thank you guys personally um yeah so i've run a james bond podcast it's called you know his name um a 007 podcast we're about to do our season finale um then next week which we'll, we'll be discussing die another day hell of a season finale but you know what it is, what it is. um but yeah so uh but i'm but more importantly i'm glad to be talking again with you guys you guys are a great great bunch of dudes and uh yeah, looking forward to getting into it. Yeah, thank you so much, Tony. Yeah, this is going to be exciting because, so, Hunter, we've gone through the Toby movies. The Sam Raimi movies, I would call them, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the Andrew Garfield movies, and I would call them the Andrew Garfield movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when we had that conversation. I know. Like, Off mic. Yeah, we call yeah. them the Sam Raimi movies. And then we don't even mention the director of the Andrew Garfield movies. We just call them Andrew Garfield movies. And now we're talking about the Tom Holland movies. So um, some big things before we really get into it. So obviously both iterations, uh, Garfield and uh, Maguire, were strictly Sony movies. And so this one is very, very different, obviously, because this is a Marvel Studios movie. Uh, it's a, a Marvel movie, it's a Disney movie, it's a Sony movie. So they made a deal February 9th, uh, 2015. They made a deal to share the film rights of Spider-Man. And so now Spider-Man and Spider-Man is in this expansive Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, we've had up to this point, like what, like 15, 16 movies or whatever in the MCU. And so this is like the 17th, 18th, something like that. Um, so we finally got... Spidey back in a way, you know, and part of the reason it's called Homecoming is like it, he's finally back home with Marvel, you know, and it's a cute little title in that way. And it's like, okay, interesting. So we have this MCU and now he's in it. So what are they going to do with it? Right. And so that's like the interesting thing, you know, or the thing it's like, mm, who knows? We'll see. So um, they cast Tom Holland, um, baby boy, Tom Holland. Um, he was in a couple movies. Before this, uh, do you know what those movies are, Hunter? Uh, I know that he was in uh, that tsunami movie with Ewan McGregor's um, The Impossible or something like that, right? I know he was in that movie. That's the only one that I know know of. Uh, Civil War. He was in Civil War before this. Oh well, yeah, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, Tony. That's true. And speaking (laughs) speaking of Civil War, uh, oh, actually, before we even talk about Civil War, let let me just go through the actors they had in mind for this iteration of Spider-Man before they cast Tom Holland. So we got 
I, I think I'm saying his name right. Uh, Asa Butterfield. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, Nat Wolf, which that could have been interesting. That could have been interesting. I thought you were going to, I don't know why I thought you were going to say Anzel Elgort. <laughs> oh God, imagine. I was going to be like, oh shit. <laughs> um, uh, Liam James, I've never heard of this guy before. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Did you know this, Hunter? I didn't. It makes sense. They're very similar. They are very similar. Yeah, I, I, I would like Timothy Chalamet for um, uh, Harry Osborne. You know what? Yeah. That actually would really work, wouldn't it? I'd really like it. I'd really like it. Maybe in Spider-Man 4. This Spider-Man 4. <laughs> not not, not Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 4. <laughs> yeah, re they recast Harry Osborne. What if that happens? Wait, Hunter, what if that happens in No Way Home? Like, end credit scene, Harry Osborne, it's Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Oh I don't think God. he would ever do these movies, though. I don't not know. right now. Not right now, anyways. But also, maybe that's a misdirect. Look, he's friends with Zendaya. He wants he's to be more than he wants. He wants to be more than friends with Zendaya. Oh no! Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland snatched her. Sorry. So, so he's 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 friends with Zendaya. So that means he's probably friends with Tom Holland to an extent. I don't. I feel like they've never met. <laughs> I feel like when if they finally meet, the world will just explode. Yeah. What if they like hate each? What if there's like a? I think they. they hate each other? I I imagine they probably hate each other because they're like, I want that role. No, I want that role. I'd imagine there's a rivalry there, which could work for Harry Osborn and mm. Peter Parker. Just that's saying. true. That's true. Yeah. Um. So Logan Lerman, Dylan O'Brien were also rumored to be uh, cast as a role, but I think those were just rumors. Uh, Gary Oldman was considered for the Vulture, which would have been a good choice, but I'm mm -hmm. glad we got Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Tom Holland spent a few, spent a few days attending a class uh, in a Bronx high school of science to prepare for his role. He used his acting coach's name as an alias, so he he researched just like you know how to be this character, this legendary character. Um, uh, what's funny is like he did some screen tests with like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. And after that, you know, he basically got cast. So here we are. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming. That's what it's called. Uh, John Francis Daly from Freaks and Geeks wrote the screenplay. He co-wrote it with, like, 12 other people. Which is... I, I usually hate that when there's, like, a 12-person, a, a like, screenplay. And we'll see if I like it in this movie. I'm not saying I don't. Um, but, uh, yeah. So a lot of people wrote this. Marvel. Studios, Sony, Disney, here we are. And guys, a hunter, you know what? Give me give give us a little history about your your relationship with these these movies. Alright, look guys. I really when I was growing up, I really loved the Andrew Garfield movies. And I when they canceled it, I was very upset. I was very upset. And then all of a sudden they announced new Spider-Man, Tom Holland. It's part of the MCU. And I said, I don't think so. I can't get over the fact that my boy, Andrew Garfield, is not a Spider-Man anymore. So I have not seen these movies. I have not seen these movies. And it's been years now. And now, for the first time ever, I saw Spider-Man Homecoming with Tom Holland. And what do you think? I think it's fine. 
It's fine. Now I have a few problems with it, and there's a there's a lot of things though that I do like. I I like that he's like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man more so than the Andrew Garfield ones. You know, he's helping out the like the folk, and New York City kind of feels like a character again, as it did in the Sam Raimi movies. However, my my problem started with the first minute of it. I said, what is going on? This is so big. It's such a big universe, right? And it's so weird to have this first movie be a part of this universe. You know what I mean? I, I just felt like it was too big, if that makes sense. Like we have all, all of a sudden, like the, the alien stuff is happening again. No, right? but and it's like, not. It's the aftermath. Yes, no, 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 that's what I mean. Like, the alien stuff is there. And it's, it's, like, about oh. the peop- it's about the people on the ground level, you know? Yes, yeah. I, know, I know, I know. But it, it just seemed like, oh, like, all of a sudden, and then here's Spider-Man, and it seemed, like, very fast. And it's like, I don't know who this guy is. So you think it's fine? Yes, it's, it's, a, fine, it's a fine film. Okay. Did I, enjoy, I enjoyed myself um, a lot in it. I did. Okay, Tony. Um, I personally love this movie. Um, it's so it's not my favorite Spider-Man film, but it is one of my favorite Spider-Man films. Um, probably my third favorite Spider-Man film, below Spider-Man Two and Into the Spider-Verse. Um, I, I the, the reason I wasn't as jarred by you know the grand the intro into the grander Marvel universe is because as an avid reader of the Spider-Man comics, Spider-Man is always the character that interacts most with the larger MCU with with the larger marvel universe you know what i mean like uh my favorite run is a j michael sersinski run and it wasn't uncommon for you know wolverine or captain america or all these characters to show up all the time or like you know him liaise with dr doom and it's like so it 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 wasn't jarring to me and the thing was i agree with you nick because i also saw this as like okay well we saw how like the chitauri attack influenced the macro but I was very taken by how it influenced the micro, you know? Like, Adrian Toomes, at the end of the day, isn't a villain because he's, you know, just this evil guy. He's a blue-collar worker that got fucked over by the man. So, and, you know, I mean, it doesn't really get much more Spider-Man than that, I, you know? Um, a couple of the things that I was very charmed by out of all the Spider-Man movies, this is the one that feels the most like Queens. And if you grew up in New York City, and if you've ever been to Queens... If you've ever been to that weird part of Queens where it starts becoming Long Island, so many of those jokes land. Like when he's like, like when he's chasing Vulture for the first time when he leaves Liz's party and then he shoots that web and it's like, shit, he's in the middle of a golf field and he has to just run across because he's got nothing to swing from. I was dying because it's like, that is so Queens. That is so Long Island. And I just really loved that. I, I felt that in a weird way more so than any of the other Spider-Man movies, for as much as it, t- it 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 touched into the larger Marvel Universe, this is the one that felt the most like he's the neighborhood guy. Maybe it's because, like, I, you know, it's like, oh, that that's the neighborhood, you know? He's, he's, not, he's not in Manhattan. He's from Queens. You know, the whole reason people lost their shit in Civil War when they mentioned Queens is because that's where Spider-Man's from, so, you know... So I like that they spent a little time there. I like that they, you know, they predominantly set the movie there. Um, so yeah, yeah, I really, I really loved it. I was very charmed by it. I'm bothered by the eight-year jump, but other than that, which doesn't make 
sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. You know what? It doesn't make sense. But you know what? I've made peace with it. Like, eh, it just doesn't make sense. Whatever. Um. Uh, oh, you well. Know, that, that's why it's my third favorite. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, just for that. Yeah, so I, I have an interesting relationship with this movie, too. Because this was kind of the Spider-Man franchise that I like got involved with because it was part of the MCU. Like the other movies, like once again, I, as I mentioned, like I didn't really like super grew up with the Tobey Maguire movies. I saw them as a kid, but I wasn't like a fanboy of them. Right. And the Garfield movies, I never really dug all that much, even though I have a lot of nostalgic feelings towards amazing Spider-Man too. Um, so this one is, uh, interesting because like, yeah, we, we have the Tobey movies, which are like larger than life, like, epic you know the those epic movies and rewatching them i was like yeah this is spider-man to me uh and andrew garfield some things i liked about it but overall i was like i don't know if that's like quite it and this one it it really works for me now does it have issues it does and and we'll definitely talk about those issues like for example the suit it kind of looks a little rubbery, like a lot of the time when he's like flipping around, not doing like yeah. scenes, scenes with other people. Um, so the, he, it's painted on, it's CGI paint on, and I don't dig that. It makes it look like every other Marvel movie to me in that sense, and I don't love that. And I there's some uh, characters that I feel like, even though they have their moments, like they're not... And I, I hate to, like, compare the Tobey movies, but, like, the Tobey movies do so much better. Like, for example, Aunt May. Like, Aunt May is... I like her in this movie, and she has two scenes that I love. But overall, it's just, like, she's hot. And that's kind of it. And I and I wish there was a little more to it in the way that, you know, because Rosemary Harris's Aunt May is just one of the best casting decisions ever. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, they never. They actually, in my opinion, they never have like done poorly on a May casting. No, I mean, not. It's best, definitely not bad. No, for sure. I mean, I I agree with you. Rosemary Harris is the best, though. Um, she yeah. But this is like, so as I was saying before, like these epic Spider-Man movies. This one is like, and I think you'd appreciate this, Tony. This is like the the Casino Royale of Spider-Man movies, where. It kind of subverts everything you think you want in a Spider-Man movie, and, but also gives you, like, what you want by the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I love that it's, like, a, a high school John Hughes-esque kind of movie. You know, like, just a totally different direction, but not, like, a strange direction. It's more just, like, yeah, let's really just have a high school movie. Like, yeah. great. I love that. It's so... Uh, the humor really works for me. I think it's one of the funniest MCU movies because it's not quip centric. It's not quip city, baby. It's not. And I and so a lot of the MCU movies are, but this one I can't really classify it as quip city. The next one, I don't know. I that might be quip city for me, but um but this one it isn't. And uh I I like how because like once again John Francis Daly, you know, wrote the screenplay, you know, very freaks and geeks, you know, it has that kind of like awkward teen comedy kind of feel to it in the comedy and the vibes and everything. Yeah. And we'll get into it more, but yeah, overall, I, I think it's a delightful movie. It's not my favorite Spider-Man movie by any means. It's probably like my third or fourth, just behind uh, the first two Raimi movies and uh, Spider-Verse. But um, 
I think yeah, this this is definitely one of the best ones though. It's 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 very it's very good and it's very delightful. Let's talk about his role in Civil War real quick. Yeah. So Tony Stark, and I still I as much as I I like him in the movie, it's a little bit of a forced setup. Like why does Tony Stark need Spider Man at this specific moment? It doesn't really make sense, but you kind of forgive it because the scene is so good. Because, like, you know, like, so Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man comes in, you know, he goes to Queens. And as he said, Tony, like, when I saw in theaters, yeah, everyone went wild. Because it's like, yes, finally. Like, we're, we're having, like, a, a Queens-based Spider-Man, for, for sure, for real. And so, like, yeah, we have this scene where, like, you know, uh, Tom Holland's Peter Parker's coming in. He sees Aunt May's with Iron Man. And they're, you know, and they're like, oh, what's going on here? And they have a talk in his, in, in his, in his room. And uh, how do you, yeah, how do you guys feel about that scene? Um, Hunter, do you want to go? No, no, Tony, be my guest. Sure, sure. Um, well, uh, I personally didn't question it. It's a really great scene. Um, I like that they. Um, and one of my favorite things of actually about Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man appearances in his first three films, specifically from Civil War up until in, uh, Infinity War. Is that I always get the sense that he, you never hear the line with great power comes great responsibility, but he internalizes it at the right moment in the story, you know. Um, you know he internalize, you know he's he's kind of showing that's that's who he is to Tony in that scene, in Homecoming, you know he he really toes that line when you know he yes he abandons Liz but he puts on his old suit to take out Vulture. And then rejects, you know, the Iron Spider suit, you know, and so like I, I got a little more growing up to do. So when in Infinity War, now some people argue it's like, oh, but it undoes that arc. It's like for me, it doesn't, because in Infinity War, and he's and then uh, Tony Stark does the whole like you're an Avenger now. You look at his expression. He's happy, but he's also like has the stoic look. And it's at that point where he doesn't, because the whole time in Homecoming, he's trying to be an Avenger, and he sees it as a promotion. And when you get to Infinity War, after everything he's gone, he accepts it as a responsibility. That's a so, good point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like the scene a lot, the Civil War scene. I I think it's just really charming. The, the chemistry between Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland is impeccable. Yeah. Uh, all throughout the MCU, they, they have great chemistry. Yes. Um, and... Yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, people have issues with like, oh, Iron Man and Spider-Man, really? But it's like, no, that really works for the beginning of Spider-Man's story. It's like, you have to have that kind of figure. It can't be like a, a Captain America figure where it's like, do the right thing, because then then there's no, like, journey, <laughs> you know? It's more just like uh, Uncle Ben again. While Iron Man, it's like a little more interesting, because like, Iron Man himself is very flawed, but also very yeah. moral, too. But it's like it, it it has that kind of thing because like Spider Man is is just learning you know and so he needs that kind of character you know to kind of complement that and it, so it's it's really interesting in that way it, so it's not easy either that that relationship which I love I like in the Civil War scene uh, there's I told you about this Hunter but uh, uh, th when they were doing this doing that scene like and it's in the final film. Uh, Tony, Tom Holland's supposed to like move his leg, right? And but he couldn't. He he just forgot, right? So he, you know, when he has to sit down and talk to Peter. So <laughs> in an improvised line, Robert Downey Jr. is like, "All right, I'm gonna sit there so you move the leg." 
<laughs> which is just great i mean like the way robert downey jr just like improvises in moments like that is just brilliant but yeah and they have a heart to heart about you know tom holland's like yeah you know when 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 you could do something about it and you don't it's because of you and like in that movie obviously that really works for tony stark's character yeah. arc in that movie but like also it just works for spider-man about like you know i could play football but i couldn't then so why should i now and it's like that kind of struggle that we see in that movie. And so like, you know, and it ends with like, you know, get me out of this thing. Like he's got them all webbed up. How do you, how'd you feel? How'd you feel Hunter about that scene? No, uh, I really liked it. I thought I going back to like the context of like Iron Man being like, oh yeah, I got this kid in Queens or whatever that honestly, I don't know why it didn't phase me, but I, and I think it's because the scene is so good and Tom Holland, like for this being his first, like appearance as Peter Parker is so damn likable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cause going into it, not that I, I didn't want to dislike it. I didn't want to hate it obviously, but I was like, all right, show me something, show me something that Andrew Garfield didn't do. And by golly, he did. I was like, dang, like it's kind of going back to the amazing Spider-Man uh, talk that we had where it's like, Oh, like you got to remember that Andrew Garfield's just a kid. He doesn't look like a kid, but like, he's just a kid. Well, Tom Holland looks like a kid and he acts like a kid and it just it just works so freaking well. Yeah. And so so we get the big fight, you know, all the superheroes are fighting and Spider-Man's there and he he's a little rubber boy, which I don't love. I love Civil War. I mean, these are once again, these are just nitpicks. Um but um but I love his fighting style though and I like that he talks too much and he's like awkward and he's like saying, "That's awesome, dude. You got a metal arm." And it's like perfect like for the beginnings of spider-man that's perfect he, like he's just a kid where all these like well-established superheroes that have at least appeared in like three four movies and they're all just like who the hell are you <laughs> and and like sam wilson's like you got to stop talking <laughs> and so like it, that inexperience is there and like he messes up and he has that great idea to like take down ant-man big ant-man big boy ant-man um but like but also like he's like good job and he's like distracted and he gets hit by ant-man so once again it's like perfect seeds of like cool he's awesome but also he has a lot of learning to do and so and then that's basically more or less his role in that movie yeah, yeah i think it um in homecoming like he's like doing like a vlog or whatever and I oh yeah like, <laughs> i was like dude this is so relatable and like just about he's like he's like oh all right oh that's my that's my cue. I gotta go on or whatever before he takes um, Iron Man Shield or uh, whatever he does in that moment. Uh, Cap Captain America Shield. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> Iron Man doesn't have a shield. Hunter was wrong about that. <laughs> um, but it's just so funny that like he's vlogging the entire trip and like vlogging right before he's about to like go on and like fight is just so funny. I think it's a perfect way to like if you haven't seen Civil War. That's a perfect way to just like it. Just in this movie, you see that, and and it's funny. It's cute. He's a, once again, he's an uh, a awkward, nice guy, and he's like vlogging, and it doesn't feel like cringe where it's like vlogging. Hey guys, it's more just like no. He just wants to document this, and because he's so excited, and he's like, I'm fighting Captain America. He's wrong, I guess, so I'm fighting him, and 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 like his uh, kind of camaraderie with Happy Hogan is hilarious, where he's just mm -hmm. totally piss the fuck off I, I i'm pretty sure he he was like that way in the other movies john favreau but especially in this one i love how like just every scene he's in he's 
He's so peeved at everything, and I can relate to that so much. Oh, also, uh, <laughs> I wanted to to mention before I forget, um, like a little cameo that I didn't know was in this movie that I really uh, appreciated was uh, Hannibal Burris as yeah. the as the gym teacher or whatever and the like, iconic gym teacher so funny dude the scene where he's showing like captain america like oh like yeah you do this or whatever and he's like yeah i'm pretty sure this guy's like a war criminal now <laughs> but i gotta show it <laughs> it's so it's, yeah it's required by the state let's go <laughs> see what i mean it's like snappy dialogue like that which is different from the Raimi movies mind you it's not cheesy in, in that way it's more like freaks and geeks where it's like this smart like fast kind of uh clever writing like that which is different and i and i appreciate the hell out of um but yeah so we start the movie yeah with the the really charming vlogs and like iron man's like yeah we'll call you like don't call me like call happy like you know we'll call you don't call us and so he's just like am i an avenger i'm so excited and just that just that like the way he's like so excited about everything in this movie is just so good because you know by the end he's in a very different place, which is, I think, brilliant. Just to talk about his performance in general now, I just like, like, it's so, like, rhythmic, almost, the way he, like, does things that I like. Like, even just, like, when he's, like, putting on the Spider-Man suit later, he's kind of like, do, 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 and it's, like, so cute. You know, it's just, like, I was talking before about, like, in the Andrew Garfield ones, like, oh, yeah, he needs to be, like, yeah, like, we needed a younger guy. And this is, like, the perfect example of, like, young Spider-Man. He's down on his luck but he's excited and he's like ready to do anything and yeah it, it, it's just so charming and so like just the timing of it is so so cute how do you guys feel overall about tom holland's performance in this movie i, re I really 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 love his performance yeah um again i was i was very uh pleasantly surprised with his performance i because I'm I'm trying to not compare, but at the same time I am comparing. It's it's hard, especially because we're just like doing them back and forth. So yeah. I get I get it I get it. And so like I want to say like like Tobey Maguire, such a good Peter Parker, right? Andrew Garfield, I really enjoy when he's Spider Man, I do. But somehow with Tom Holland, I'm it's like a nice mixture of both. Like I I like I like both. Yeah. And so it's it's very fun. It's a fun it's a fun performance. It is. Yeah. I like it. Great. Um so uh so yeah, you know, we see like some bits of him in school. You know, he's making his own web fluid, which I was I mentioned in Amazing Spider-Man, like, that doesn't make sense. In this movie it makes sense because he's making his own web fluid. You see it happen. Yeah. Like you can tell he's a smart cookie, you know? Like once again, he's not like the smartest guy ever or anything, but he's smart enough to do like amazing things like that. And like, you know, uh, and but he's poor, you know? And so like, he, he's scrappy too in that way. And that's what kind of links both him and the vulture, I think by the end, which I love. But, um, but yeah, like scrappy and clever. And that's why I don't have an issue with him making his own webs. And you can tell, at least in this movie, I don't know about the amazing movies, but in this movie, they do run out, which creates tension. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man is a lot more like mechanically inclined. You know what I mean? Because like you seem like tinkering or whatever. And Tom Holland's is more like like the lizard in Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sci sci scientifically inclined. You know what I mean? But yeah, I get it. Like chemicals and yes. whatnot. Yeah, while yeah, yeah. Andrew's more like, let me get some bolts and 
yeah. mechanics. Yeah. I, I I hear you. I hear you. But I but I at least me personally, I I, I feel like he's a, he, like they actually show that he's smart instead of just like it's implied. Um, yes. No. I I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um. But yeah, like. You know, I can't say this about a lot of Marvel movies, but it really takes its time with everything. So, like, yeah, school, and then he's Spider-Man. And I already mentioned, like, him putting on the thing. Um, and him just doing his Spider-Man thing, like, you know, waving hi to everyone, you know, helping uh, an old lady, you know, uh, the churro lady. And, uh, and uh, you know, like, getting someone's bike back. And he's just kind of like, but I love it, too. Like, he's young Spider-Man, so it's like he's, like, looking around like, Hey, is this anyone's mic? Do you have a pen? Does anyone have a pen? Yeah, like, it's great. It's, like, a, it's so cute in that way. It's so charming where it's, like, you can see the goodness in him and the specialness about him, but he's just not there yet. And I think it works more in this one because, like, it builds and there's a payoff in the in this movie. In Amazing Spider-Man 1, I felt like, set up, set up, set up. All right, wait till the next one. While this one, obviously, there's so much more that this Spider-Man... Can't has got to do and and will do in the future, but but at least like in this movie, there's like a payoff to it, even though you know there's more to come. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Um. Something that I I was arguing with you about in the Amazing Spider-Man ones was like, oh, like he's not he's not perfect yet. You know what I mean? He's not perfect yet. But Tom Holland's not perfect yet either. You know what I mean? That, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, but uh, but that's what I'm saying. Yes, no, exactly. So I, I, I like that I got that in this movie oh, okay. as well, and and it's and it's better. It's better in this. It's one. better. It's better. And and you know what? Yeah. Even though there's some setup, obviously in this movie, just like Amazing Spider-Man movies, I I am excited for the setup because once again we paid some things off really well here, and that's and I care, <laughs> so yeah. I I'm excited for what's next. That's I think the difference between these movies and the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Um, yes. but, but yeah, but also like the, just the charming things about like the guys, guy that's like, Spider-Man do a flip. <laughs> I like that. And he's just like, oh, all right, sure. <laughs> Nothing else going on in Queens. Right like he's now. get like a, like he's a new hero. So like everyone's just like, yeah, do what I want. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like the startings of a hero in that way. And once again, like it ends with him like swinging and he falls and he's like, I'm okay. And it's like. Perfect. That that that's what reminds me. Like that's why I, I think it's like Casino Royale, where it's like, like Spider Man iconic, you know, imagery, but then like a twist on it. Like here's a swing, but he falls on his face. On his face. Yes. You know that's great. That, that's great. Something that uh, Tony you mentioned, uh, where he's like shooting the web and he's at a golf course, and it's like, well, where's that web gonna go? It's like, oh, I never thought about that. I never thought about him. Like say he lives in like minnesota or something like or like like a flat place spider-man can't live there he can only live in like a, a city with like skyscrapers you know what i mean it's just that's i thought that that was interesting and a new take or like it showed me something new spider-man he's calling happy he's basically saying like and this is like kind of the start of his arc like i you know i, I helped some people out today but i feel like i could be doing more like mm -hmm. when's the next mission when's the next avengers mission and and i think that's like a brilliant like start to like his arc in this specific movie in homecoming about like becoming his own hero and so and not relying on others in that way like that um, yeah yeah and oh and there's like oh, oh sorry go ahead go ahead no I, I was just gonna ask all right so we're we have flash right that's the character's name that's right movies. 
This is a very different, a different flash that we have. I like this flash. I do too. I think it's interesting because he's kind of a dork and a nerd as well. <laughs> so it's like, who the fuck are you? I know he's like he's like an annoying, like nerdy guy that picks on you, and that happens in high school. It mm -hmm. does. Yeah, and it's like, what are you? I'm I'm me, and you're. What's happening here? What's going on? It's really funny. Yeah, and like you know, like there's the whole tar Stark in internship thing, right? Where it's like, oh, I can't, I can't do the, you know, the spelling bee thing because of the Stark internship. Basically, you know, it's just code for like me waiting for other people to say, do this, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that. And so like, um, you know, and and he's having, he has this little crush on, um, on uh, Liz, um, the character Liz, um, and yeah, there's like a bank robbery. And, uh, uh, and this is like the start of him, like in action, like fighting bad guys. Right. And so like, what I love about the first scene is he's like kind of getting ready, you know, to like say something and he's like posing. It's like, no, not this. All right, let me try this. Hey guys, how's it going? And it's like, per once again, for a beginner, like Spider-Man, perfect. Yeah. We've never seen that before. So obviously, you know, the, the whole, th the whole, like kind of criticism with these, Marvel MCU Spider-Man movies is like, oh, he's too reliant on Stark, right? He's too reliant on Iron Boy, Iron Boy Jr. That's the whole criticism. So how do we feel about that? Um, Personally, in this movie, I don't think that it... I mean, personally, I don't care for that criticism to begin with. I think that this is still very much a uh, Spider-Man that I know. It's just that, look, in this iteration of it, he has a deep connection with Iron Man. All right? And it's it's no different than in the books where, you know, he meets someone who has a big impact on him and, you know, he he's all he's he wants to be more like that person. You know, I I don't per, I don't personally have a problem with it, especially in this movie, because I think the whole point of this movie is that, you know, he thinks he needs the iron the the Stark suit to be Spider-Man, and that f the last act proves that he doesn't. So, and he's ready to go on being Spider-Man without it, and then Tony Stark gives it back to him, it's like, no, kid, you earned it. You know, so to me, he's Spider-Man no matter what, and I think this Iron Boy criticism is hooey, frankly. Yeah, I think, personally, I think it's kind of more of a problem later on, in, in my opinion, but I think in this movie, in Spider-Man Homecoming, it really works. And I was worried watching it again, like, oh, am I, am I not going to like all that stuff anymore? No, because that's the point. That's my three-word, like, kind of consensus on all that. For this movie, for Homecoming, that's the point. The whole point is he's so obsessed with Stark, he wants to be Tony Stark, and he has to realize, no, I'm Spider-Man. I can do this without the Stark tech suit. I can be my own hero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... I... I don't know. I go back and forth on it because I, I like him having a mentor. I do. And I, Nick, I, I agree with you on a thing that you said earlier where you said, oh, like it'd be it'd be stupid. Like if his mentor was like Captain America, do the right thing. Great. But like there's a line um, that Iron Man says, he's like, um, he goes, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And definitely don't do something that I would do. There's a little gray area right there. There's a little gray area. And I think that sums it up perfectly. It's like, oh, it's not like Tony Stark is perfect. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I think he needs 
yeah. Peter Parker as much as Peter Parker needs him. Yeah, exactly. Point, That's why we're thank you. That's perfect, Hunter. Yes. And to your point, uh, uh, Hunter, you know, like when, you know, after the whole Staten Island Ferry sequence, you know, when he says, like, I wanted to be like you and I and Tony Stark responds with, I wanted you to be better. Yeah. I mean, it brings the whole thing full circle. Yeah. And he's also and it's also kind of a father son thing. But once again, not like Uncle Ben, because once again, he scolds him, too. And he's like, wait, I sound like my dad right now. It's Jesus. Yeah. And it's like perfect you know like that it's it's a it's like a flawed father you know just like just like all of his other in in, in the other spider-man movies anyway like his other like role models you know so it's like perfect but 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 it, those characters are bad guys and this one's a good guy so it's interesting yeah now do i think it would be interesting if like uh in the boat scene where spider-man's like trying to put the boat back together do i think it'd be interesting if iron man didn't come in to save the day a little bit do i think that'd be interesting Yes, but I, do I, I only I only rebuttal that because the whole point is the last act is all about like him being on his own and it's jarring because the whole movie it's like Iron Man's here Iron Man's here and so he's when he's not it's really effective. Yeah, but hearing a little bit because I haven't seen um, the next one. Right. So but hearing what I'm what you said a little bit about it. I understand that that might not be this trilogy. But we're getting another trilogy. So I'm, I'm OK. I'm OK. I'm okay with it. He's a kid. Of course, he's going to need someone to look after him in in a Spider-Man way, something that Aunt May can't necessarily do. Yeah, perfect. Um, so, yeah, that's how we feel about that. And also, like, people criticize he's in the movie a lot. He's only in three scenes. So I don't okay. that I, I never understood that criticism. He's, he's actually barely in the movie, if we're being honest. Yeah, he's in it as much as Zendaya. Like, remember the trailer, like, I don't know if you remember, Hunter, but remember the trailer, like, showed, like, oh, here's Spider-Man and Iron Man in the suit, like, here they come, and the, and the trailer ends? That never happens in the movie. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, in, in other words, I think the marketing actually, like, made it out to be something else. While in this movie, he's, like, in key scenes, but, like, you know, it's only, like, sprinkled throughout. So it's perfect. Yeah, a god named Sprinkles. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Um so moving on, uh let's let's do uh Hot Aunt May. How do we feel about her? I like her. Um I like her and I like the two scenes. I, I she's fine. She's definitely not my favorite Aunt May, but like there's two scenes that I really like where near the end she's like cut the bullshit. I know you're you're going out at night, you know, and everything. That's a good emotional scene, I think. I think that that works and when they're like when she's helping him out before the prom, like, you know, like, uh, put on a tie and stuff. That's cute. So I, I, there are certain scenes that I really like in the movie. It's, it's just not like, it, she's barely in it, though. But, like, may, once again, maybe that's not really the point. Maybe we're, we're you know, maybe down the line we'll get more Aunt May. Yeah. And I, ha and I have interesting thoughts about her in the next movie. Mm. Um, but I, I think in this movie she's, she's pretty good. I, I like her a lot, actually. Yeah. The um, ending scene in the movie is good. I like that. Yeah. With her. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, Spider-Man is, is slowly figuring out about these deals, these gun deals and with the Vulture and and the Shocker and the Shocker and uh, and uh, the Tinkerer, which I, th I think Tinker is very funny in this. You know who the Tinkerer is? Oh. He's the guy that's like, hey, it's a, a Indian Americans, actually. Uh, but whatever. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. He has just, like, little comments like that throughout the movie that's just, like, yeah, real cute. Actually, it's uh, Native Americans, so, yeah. Anyway, though, and Michael Keaton doesn't even acknowledge. He right. Even... Says, and that, it just goes to show Vulture's set in his ways, baby. Yep. <laughs> He's a little... Mm, definitely mm. Voted, he definitely voted for Trump. Anyway. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, speaking of the Vulture... Uh, Michael Keaton, how do we how do we feel about his performance? So my thoughts on the Vulture is that so far, um, I think he is the best uh, Spider-Man villain of the MCU Spider-Man movies, um, and I think he's actually one of the better MCU villains. Period. Um, and I think that he's the he's the the villain that I've responded to the most since Doc Ock and Green Goblin in the first two films. Uh, I really really loved. Um, those two guys in those first two movies, and I think Vulture, because my man Michael Keaton just crushed it. I think he's so great. Um, I love that. You know, I I have no problem buying that he's a devoted father when you find out. You know, that it turns out that he's Liz's dad. Um, because up until this whole time, we're like, oh my god, he's the the blue collar bad guy, and you have no problem that he's vicious, believing that he's vicious and that he's you know, will do anything to meet, make ends meet, to make his ends meet. But, you know, then in the scene where that terrifying scene where he's figuring out that Peter Spider-Man, he calls his daughter gumdrop and I'm shivering like what the heck, what the hell he's, <laughs> he's calling his daughter gumdrop and I'm like, ugh. You know he's terrifying. So I I really love I really love uh, the vulture in this, and I really like uh, how they incorporated the two shockers. You know it's like not not too much, but you know just in in the background like did some really good stuff. I love it. I like Michael Keaton. I do, and especially is like I, I felt like it was very Birdman. You know, I mean, obviously, right, no, really? I mean, why? Why do you why do you think that, Hunter? Well, <laughs> because well, he's a Birdman. Because he's a bird man, Nick. Uh, no, I really like it. And, um, uh, yeah, very menacing. And especially that, uh, that scene uh, that Tony said was like uh, it, when he's driving him and his daughter. Also, dude, that, um, that twist. I didn't see it coming. I didn't know. <gasps> I'm glad you didn't know the twist. I didn't know the twist, dude. I was like, when he opened the door, I was like, Oh God! Is she gonna? Is she like fucking with him or something like that? Like, is she not gonna be there or something? That's what I thought was gonna happen. <laughs> it's Michael Keaton, and I was like, Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> cinema, dude. But yeah, no, that scene when he's driving them to prom or homecoming—it's homecoming, obviously. Stupid. Um, <laughs> That's the homecoming prom. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's the homecoming prom. Uh, <laughs> no, very, very tense. Like my body was like, ooh. Ooh, I feel I feel it. I'm in the car with them right now. It's yeah. very good. Yeah, no, I I I love him too. I mean, I at first he's not in the movie that much at first, and so you know, watching it the first time and rewatching, I was like, oh, is he not in it that much? Because if he if because he's good throughout, but like, yeah, there's a there's a point during that moment during that twist where, where once again, very Spider Man. It's like, oh. He's Liz's dad. It's like, that's so Spider-Man to me. Like, once again, personal relationships, like, and it's like, whoops, surprise. And they're also a bad guy. Like, that personal, that just personalness to it. It's just like, 
oh, perfect. That's so Spider-Man. And so, yeah, we, we get that scene and Tom Holland is just like, has just this just like, I don't know, shocked face the whole time. And, and he's like, and he slowly gets more like determined, like, it's you, it's you. <laughs> but it's hilarious too, because even though that's going on through Tom Holland's performance, everyone else is like, all right, let's take a picture. All right, look at the camera, yeah. Tom. Uh, Tom, look at the camera, uh, Peter. Tom. <laughs> yeah, and it and it it it, uh, it comes off as like, oh, he's like nervous. You know what I mean? He's nervous. Right. Yeah. And, which which like, is oh, why no. it's so perfect. Yep. Yeah, it's like there's more going on behind the scenes, Mom and Liz. <laughs> Mom. Right. Yeah, and and, and and just that just the dad energy he has in that in that uh, scene yeah. is just so perfect. Where he's just like. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You look so beautiful. And it's yeah. just like, oh, that's so dad <laughs> of know, you right? to do that. Yeah. Um, so and, he, and he's just like, I don't know what else. He's like, hey, you want a scotch? Huh? No? <laughs> yeah, that was a test. You, you, you yeah, passed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little beauty juice coming out a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, so at first I, I rewatching, I was like, well, just in general in the whole movie, like, yeah, he's not in it that much. And so it's like, at first, you're like, oh, but like, how can it be a? How can he be an effective villain if he's not in the movie that much? But you get it because if you if you show too much, then the twist doesn't work, because then the whole third act is Vulture City. <laughs> I don't know why that's my like go to saying right now, but yeah, this is third act is Vulture City. So like, oh. we get we get a lot of Vulture scenes, like in the car. One of my favorite scenes, probably maybe in the whole movie, where he's threatening Peter, and we talked about this already, but like. Just the way, like, through Tom Holland's acting and his eyes, and he's just, like, so, like, shocked and, like, what do I do right now? He mm. just, he, he knows who I am. What what the hell am I doing? What am I going to do? Um, and him just, like, because throughout the movie he has this, because he's a bad guy, obviously, and he's not a good guy at all, but he has this kind of code that I really appreciate that's different than, I think, any other Spider-Man movie a Spider-Man villain we've had so far, where like he's not completely insane, Jekyll and Hyde thing like Gobby. He's not good guy, kinda, but then turns bad because of trauma like Doc Ock. Mm -hmm. Um, and then and he's not like Venom. He's not like anybody else, like the Lizard Electro. He's, yeah, he's not like he's not like Venom where he just like likes being bad. <laughs> <laughs> it makes him happy, Hunter. Yeah, it makes him happy. <laughs> but um but he's just a guy like he doesn't have powers he's just a, a like a blue collar guy who just like is just so greedy <laughs> and it's just like because he could have stopped like years ago but he's just so greedy that like you know he has this empire now he's like this like almost like this mob boss almost like and he's mm -hmm. and once again we talked about before like oh if we ever get a young spider-man like and he's fighting a villain it should be like whoa scary like way out of his element this is it when, when the first time they meet Vulture and Spider-Man, like he picks him up and it's like almost shot like a horror movie where it's like, oh my God, what is this thing? What the, what the, and he's like, you know, picking him up and, fl and he's flying up into the air and he drops him and it's like, perfect. It's so scary for a teenager, like to go through that. Like he's, yeah. he's probably thinking like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. What the hell? What the hell? You know, it's perfect. That's exactly what I want in a young Spider-Man. Um... But yeah, so we get this like car chase scene. We we get a little thing with Donald Glover. We'll talk about his scene a little bit later. But you know, he shows up for a little bit, and he's like, "I just wanted a gun. I don't know why you're giving me guns that like bring them back in time or something." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but what else? Oh, let's talk about Donald Glover for a second. How do you feel about him? I mean, he's Aaron Davis. He's the Prowler. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked him as uh, like Miles Morales or Spider-Man. He can't. He can't do Miles Morales now. 
Yeah, well, now, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I thought he was good. I like him. I think he's funny, and I think he's a great actor. You know, so I, yeah. I, I, I like seeing him in things. You know, yeah, I but just hope they do more with him. I, I hope he comes back sometime. You know, not in No Way Home. I hope because we already have too much going on. But um, yeah. But I think in like a Spider Man four or five, we should like bring him back as like the Prowler, as like once again a a morally gray guy, but like he has a, Miles to take care of. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's like a sympathetic quality there. So uh, yeah, I like his performance in this. He's only in two scenes, but yeah, I, I there's I see the potential and I like the scenes he was in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But yeah, so. And I, what I love about Tom Holland in this movie, too, is, like, he's not passive at all. That was my issue with the Andrew Garfield one. He's, like, wishy-washy, doesn't know. And I, I get I get that that's kind of the point, that he doesn't know what he's doing. But at least in this one, there's, like, a concrete, like, he'll, like, jump into the fire. Even if he fails and falls on his face, he'll, he'll, he'll drop into the fire. He'll fall into the fire. And he'll just do it. Like, even if it's the dumbest thing to do right now, he'll just do it. And he's driven in that way like Captain America, but he's flawed in the same way that Iron Man is, where, like, he's a little bit selfish. Not selfish quite in the way that Tom... Excuse me, that Toby... I'm mixing them all up now. Yeah. Uh, Toby, <laughs> that Toby Maguire is, where he's, like, really tempted by, like, I want to, like, get what I want. But he's getting there where, like, you see, like, you know, he wants to hang out with Liz, for example. And he wants to, like you know, hang out with her by the pool. You know, they're going to the pool, right? One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is him, like, putting on the suit and then looking down and seeing them, you know, living their teenage yeah. lives and, and him knowing in that moment and in other moments that he can never have that. Yep. And that's perfect Spider-Man to me. Um, do I love what the suit does all the time? No. And let's talk about the suit for a little bit. How do you feel about the suit? Well, I just think it's too much... Like in that scene where he's trapped with all the storage containers or whatever, which I do like that scene. I think it's kind of cute that he's talking to the, the, the AI lady and he's got the yellow jacket on, which is freaking stylish as hell. But I think it does too much. I think it does too much. It's like, let's just imagine a whole movie with that hoodie. Best movie ever. <laughs> Best movie ever. Best movie ever. Um, but yeah, I think the suit does too much. I do. I, I do agree with you, but I think, it kind of has to, for this movie at least, it kind of has to go into that thing I said before. Like, that's the point. The point is, like, this suit is way too much for him. Like, he even says, like, oh, Stark overdid it, didn't he? And so, like, yeah. I I understand you. I do have some issues with the suit, too, where it's like, yeah, he's kind of a little bit like Batman. Like, he, has, he can just, like, kind of, like, put some, like, I don't know, uh, let me just, like, scan the room. Or let me just, like, do this. And I think that's a little much... But not yeah. so much that I'm like, ugh. But, like, because once again, in this movie, at least, like, that's the point. That it's, like, mm. this suit that he's not ready for. And that he... And he's, like, oh, got all these, like, other, like, web things I could do with it. Like, I, di I didn't know this. Like, what what is all this? And it, like, kind of ruins, like, the kind of thing he's doing in the moment. Like, trying to sneak up on those guys. And, he, and like, instant kill mode. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to kill anyone. And that, once again, yeah. perfect, because that Spider-Man, Spider-Man doesn't kill. And so, like, it's perfect that, like, Tony Stark is like, yeah, yeah, you're going to kill, right? Yeah, we all kill. So, yeah. And, and Spider-Man is not, once again, perfect in this movie. He's not like any other hero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's small, grounded, small stakes, you know, personal stakes, larger than life, but, like, not like the Save the Universe thing. It's more like, I want to make sure my friends are okay, my family's okay, that I, I'm... 
saving the neighborhood. And so that's yeah. that's what I love about it. So I, I do have issues with the suit though. I think I think eventually down the line we gotta get just a regular Spider Man suit. I hope yeah. in no way in no way home I hope that happens. Yeah. It's yeah, I don't know. Can it just look cool, look real, <laughs> and just not do anything other than like you know what I mean? I don't need <laughs> No, I, I, I honestly agree with you. I, I once again I think it's just like this movie I'm totally cool with it because that's the point of it. I like the suit though. I like it's skin tight. It's like mm-hmm. it's simple, you know, it's like this plush it's like a plushy almost. Like once again, like it works because it's young Spider Man. We later on down the line I think we need a regular suit, not Stark Tech, that's just like maybe a little more like mature. But for this one, totally fine. Yep, I agree. I do like the web bombs though. Web bombs cool. Yeah, I just like keep that. the web bombs. I liked that a lot. I did. I thought it was very cool. We got a web bomb stan over here. Web bomb stan. Hey yo. It's so how do me. you feel? <laughs> uh, how do we feel about Ned? Liked him. Liked him a lot. Wasn't ready to like him actually. Was like, all right, where's Harry? <laughs> I literally thought that. I was like, where's Harry Osborne? But no, I like Ned. I think he's funny. And I think he's a very perfect friend for a Peter Parker. Yeah, especially right now in high school. Yes, exactly. Where he's Maybe like, he you should tell everyone. He's like, you should tell everyone. And it's like, no. And that kind of back and forth is perfect. And like, you know, I know some people complain like, oh, but like his friend already knows. Like, isn't the whole point like, you know, Spider-Man, like secret identity. But he needs to talk to someone in this movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if, if he's, especially because it's not like the Raimi movies, like in high school, he needs to be talking to someone. It's kind of like he wouldn't be talking to anyone. So like, I get that he needs to know who he is already. Yeah, well, it's like- Same thing with Karen, the voice in the suit, because then it'd be nothing. So we need we need someone for Peter to talk to, especially in his yeah. first movie. Peter Parker needs Ned and Spider-Man needs Iron Man. Boom. Boom. You're welcome, haters. Okay, I solved it for you. I solved it for you, okay? Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Are you on the on the podcast? I saw I solved the movie for you, okay? I solved I, it for you, okay? No, I, are we the Avengers? Are we the Avengers? Avengers? I, okay, move the leg. I'm gonna sit here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how do we feel about Zendaya in this movie? So she's not in it that much. And I told you she wasn't going to be in it that much. Yes. She's she's in a lot of the next one. Um, I think it's it's like, I like it because it's like this just like weird side character that just pops up everywhere. And you know, like, oh, she'll be important later. So like, I don't know. I don't, it's weird because Amazing Spider-Man, I'd be like, huh? But for this, I'm like, but for this, it's like funny at least. You motherfucker. <laughs> You're like, in Amazing Spider-Man, I'd hate it. But in this movie, I like it. <laughs> well, because it's like, you know, she's funny in it. You know, once again, she's not, she doesn't have a lot to do. But I think the few little moments she has, it's like, oh, that's funny. Like, she's just like really like sarcastic and really like deadpan. I like that. And like, she shows up in the party, like Liz's party. And she's just like, you guys are weird for being here. And they're like, why are you here? <laughs> Yeah, it, um, she plays those characters very well. Like it's it's a it's almost like Rue from Euphoria, but it's yeah. very like lighthearted and Disneyfied. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So she plays those like outcasts very well. Like I could I could just see that character like you know the canned cheese. I could just see her just going. You guys are weird. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Totally. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, a different vibe. And and how do you feel about the MJ drop at the end? 
The name drop? You don't like the name drop? Um, no, I I didn't mind it. I think it it's cool. I I'm not again. I'm not like a comic book fiend where I'm like it's not Mary Jane. What? It's like I don't really, I don't care. It's just yeah, I it good. Yeah, I just that's my thing. Like I'm fine with her being MJ. She's Michelle Jones. I mean, she's not like Mary Jane Watson. They make that clear. But like she, you know, it's a cute little like MJ like. This is the MCU's Mary Jane, I guess. You know, I don't know. It's a. I think it was a weird contract thing where like they literally couldn't do Mary Jane again, but like they wanted to do like, all right, this is MJ. This is our MJ. So like, it's a little weird when it comes to that. But besides that, I, I like her in this movie. I and uh, I'll be intrigued to see uh, how you feel about her in the next one because she's she has a lot more to do in that one. Good. Um. No. Uh. What was I gonna say? Sorry. Shit. Um. No, I think it would have been weird if it was, uh, like, if she said Mary Jane. If it, if, you know what I mean? I would have been like, this movie's doing so many things different that I like. It's refreshing. It's very refreshing. So yeah, I'm I'm fine with it being different. It would have been it would have been like, all right, Mary Jane again, again, <laughs> really, really everyone. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I dig it. Cool. Um, how do we feel about Liz? Once again, she's not in the movie that much. She's in more of the movie than, like, Zendaya. But, like, she's... I, I think, like, once again, people compare it too much to the Raimi movies. This is not the love of his life. This is, n this is just a cute romance, teenage romance. And we talked about this in Amazing Spider-Man. This is what I wanted. You know, just, just cute. You know, it's not, like, overly done, over-sexualized or anything. It's just, like, a cute teenage romance. And... It's, uh, and once again, the point is it's really not meant to be at all. And that's what Peter had, learns by the end of the movie. <laughs> well, yeah. And again, like just comparing with the, the Garfield movies, it's like, okay, well, she was the love of his life. And so it, it makes sense to me that it's like, it's drawn. I know. All right. I but know I'm giving you a face only because they had scenes of Mary Jane Watson in that movie that they cut. It's cut. It's cut. It's not in the movie. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But, he, I saw the movie. but you can't be the love of his life if she's dead in the second movie. But I, but I do see what you mean. The love is strong there. Yes, the love is very strong. So I, I get why it's so dramatic. You know what I mean? And like, and especially in the Raimi movies. Oh boy, oh boy, I like that. Some would say, oh boy, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. But in these movies, he's 15 years old. <laughs> Can he have a little crush? It's just a nice little crush. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I totally get it's you. It's like when you're 15 years old, oh, I mean, some people get like married and live very happy, long lives with people that they meet when, when they're 15. Most people don't. Most <laughs> people just have a crush when they're 15. Yeah, and cute. some people, the people they got a crush on, their dad's a bird man. <laughs> <laughs> their dad's a bird man, and they have no fucking Their dad is Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea about it either it's so funny but it's like cute and i think like it works by the end because like oh she's gotta like she the whole movie she's like where are you going peter where are you going like you know like you're never there for me i i hope you uh get through whatever you're getting through i gotta go and it kind of just ends like that because you know peter parker's thinking i can't tell her i'm spider-man mm -hmm. i can't i can't and and so like you know and we'll and we'll get to tom holland's arc uh later but but that's perfect, and it, it actually really made me tear up, actually, because it's just kind of like, once again, not a, like a deep romance, but it's like what could have been, but you know, like, there, there's no way. That's it. And also, yeah, like, when she's like, where, where do you go, Peter? 
Where where are you going? It's like, bitch, how about you focus on your dad? Where he going? Yeah, where, where he, he's going where to he jail, always, motherfucker. Yeah, where he always at? Flying around, dealing <laughs> alien guns and shit. God yeah, that's damn. right, that's right. But yeah, so we, you know, basically the whole movie is like trying to find Vulture. You know, he's hacking into his suit. I gotta, you know, I look. Iron Man just doesn't get it yet. I. I know what I can do. So, like, it's fine that I'm not telling Iron Man these things and I'm doing things, you know, like, secretively and, like, just, like, going for it. And once again, that driven kind of, like, once again, jumping into the fire, even though it is the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. And he learns that later. Um, but then we get the Washington, D.C. stuff, right? And so, like, he's he's trapped in the thing. He's talking to Karen. And we talked about that cute stuff. And he's so he's saving... You know his friends, the, the, his spelling bee friends from death, um, and uh, and it's really cute, like or and also really like exhilarating because once again he's a kid and he, this is the first time he's been on like a high building, so he's like, like he's like he's scared and like once again like for this Spider Man, young Spider Man, perfect, and so he saves the you know his friends. Um, I don't love the little spider drone. I think it's stupid. I, I think it's a, it was, I think it was stupid too. I, I thought, thought it was I, a little too cute. I hope we never see that little fucker again. <laughs> anyway, get the fuck out of my Spider-Man movies, okay? <laughs> get the fuck out of my Spider-Man movies. God dang. But uh, but anyway, so um, that's one of the first times he like publicly like saves people, right? And so like, and once again, that that's what I want. So that's great. Um, yep. So that that scene's fun and great and all, and we got like the fairy scene and like you know like he's yeah trying to get Vulture, and Michael Mando's there who, from Better Call Saul and other mm-hmm. things. He's Scorpion, um, and so he's like, "Give me guns," and Vulture's like, oh, "Okay," um, and then Spider-Man comes in and ruins that deal. But then the FBI shows up and like you know he's kind of juggling like, "Oh, Iron Man's calling me, Aunt May's calling me. I gotta do this though. I really want to do this." This is what I want to do. I don't want to do this small-scale high school stuff. I'm way beyond high school right now. That's like his proclamation to Ned. He's like, no, I'm going to the stars, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an Avenger. I love it. Like Ned early on, earlier on when he's like, are you an Avenger? And he's like, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. I love it because that's not true. No. Yeah. <laughs> but like he really thinks like he's selfish enough to be like, yeah, I'm basically an yeah, Avenger. I am an Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. Which we'd all say that. We'd all fucking say that. Yeah, if, I, if we met Tony Stark in real life and we did one thing, we'd be like clingy and be like, yeah, I'm basically an Avenger. I'm an Avenger. He's going to call me. Trust me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so the fairy scene I like too because he's way, way out of his element. Mm-hmm. If Iron Man didn't show up, and that's why I like Iron Man in the in that scene. If, he, if Iron Man doesn't show up, he would have epically like screwed the pooch, as Tony Stark says. Yep. Um, he would have unintentionally like let those people die and that's something he really learns in that moment because like yeah he's struggling and once again inverse of spider-man 2 and all these other movies where like he's holding on to the webs and it works he's holding on to those webs and it's not working at all yeah i love that and that's the point of that scene is he is not ready for any of this and i loved it and iron man shows up and he's and it's all these crazy things to fix the boat and he's just like, you know, like following him. Once again, like perfect. Like he's just like this small, like side character almost in this big Marvel universe. 
You know, and I love that. Like, he's not the main character. He's the main character in this movie, obviously. But, like, in the wide, expansive Marvel Universe, he's just a small corner of it. Yeah. Um, and so Iron Man... And, oh, and what I love is he's, like, looking around, like, after the boat is fixed, and we see all these boats come in. You know, like, oh, you know, like, the rescue teams or whatever, right? And so that just, like, visually shows, like, wow, I... I got a responsibility here, and I did not do that well at yeah. all. Um, so we get this great scene, I think, with Tony Stark and Peter, where Tony Stark, you know, before he's like not in the suit in, in that other scene, and and he is in the suit this time, and he's and Tom Holland, Peter Parker's taken aback. He's like, "Oh, you're actually here." Uh, hey, um, and Tony Stark is like, you know, if you if you're nothing without the suit, then I'm taking it away from you. You screwed up. And I love I love Tom Holland's Peter Parker Spider Man because he screws up so much. He's mm-hmm. very flawed. He's not flawed in a Tony Stark way, but he's not perfect in a Captain America way. He's kind of in the middle. Like because right now in the MCU we have like Tony Stark, Captain America, the biggest figures of the Marvel universe right now, mm-hmm. and then Spider Man is like comes in like in Phase Three of these movies, and he's like in the middle of it. He's like the he's like the He's like in a, in a culmination of both of those characters in a way, like the driven stubbornness of Captain America, but also the flawed, you know, uh, the flaws of Iron Man or like, you know, like where he's just like way over his head and a little too confident or a little too like, I can do this. Yeah. And the, the, the movie does a really great job at, at showing that exact thing, I think. Like with the Captain America videos, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> they didn't just place those there to be funny. You know what I mean? I I, th- I think it, it gets it what you're saying. Absolutely, I love those videos. It's so yeah, they, funny. I mean, they are they are funny. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. that's the only purpose. Of so, them. you got the tension. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. It's so, so funny. It's so cute. It, like, you know what I mean? Like sprinkles of references. It's not like the whole movie. It's not set up the movie. It's more like it's for the most part, at least, its own charming yeah. movie. We're getting to close to the end, where yeah, he has no suit anymore. And we, I mentioned already, good scene with Aunt May where he's like, let's be real with each other. Let's talk. Right now. And and he's like, I lost the Stark internship. He breaks down. And I, once again, I want more scenes of that later down the line, but I like the kind of relationship, this kind of motherly quality that Marissa Tomei has in the role. In the next one, I'm, I have a lot of hot takes about it. But but in this movie, yeah, I, I, I like it. And... Uh, yeah, so they're getting ready for homecoming. He's got a date with Liz. He admitted, like, I like you. And she's like, I like you too. Let's go to the prom. Go to homecoming. I like also, like, anytime we cut back to school almost, there's, like, a kid with, like, a, a, a tiger costume running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so great. It's so cute. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then we get to the, the third act stuff that we were talking about before with Vulture. Um, and we talked about all this stuff already and, and the, like, yeah, the yeah. car, the car and everything. And so, like, what I love and what still, you know, like, one of the moments that really sells me on Tom Holland's Peter Parker, Spider-Man, is that he leaves the phone there, right? He leaves the phone in the car. You think at first maybe it was an accident, but re-watching it, especially, no, that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. He yeah, left and- the phone there because he already knew 10 minutes ago, I have to do this. Yeah. I'm sorry, Liz. I can't live a happy, normal life with you doing this, you know, silly teenage homecoming dance. I got to fight. 
I gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta do the right thing. I gotta go fight your father. <laughs> I gotta go fight Birdman. Yeah. Um. No. I. Because um, this is my first time watching it, obviously. Um. Because you you don't know what he's gonna do when he leaves that car. You don't know what he's gonna do, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I could see him just staying and getting him a little later, maybe. But no, and then you see the phone in the car, and he's like, "You smart motherfucker!" Like I, I ah, it was so good. <laughs> I know it's it's so good because because once again, so driven, not passive. Once again, flawed in a lot of ways, not ready for things, whatever in over his head. But like when it, when the chips are down, he'll he you know, and the the kind of step by step process of him getting out of the car in his eyes, and he's just like, "All right, I'm doing this. That's it." I'm doing it, I, and it's just like perfect. That's that's so like such good acting there, right? Yeah. Um. Uh. And so like he's running, he's putting on his, you know, dumb little suit, and I love that. I love that the third act is him in that dumb suit because once again, it's him like doing his own thing, him earning his Spider-Man moments, not just with a with a silly Stark suit, not with like anybody else there. It's just Spider-Man. Yeah. Um. And and we get like the the vulture kind of speech we finally understand like yeah they don't care about people like us peter like we, we pick up the scraps like we're we fight their wars whatever and obviously he's a hypocrite because really he's a rich guy at this point but 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 like you know and and obviously like he's he he thinks he's a victim when really he's not but yeah. um that's what even michael keaton said about the character like that's a that's exactly what's going on with vulture he's a contradiction even though what he's saying has a point. He has a point where he's like, hey, they don't care about people like us. That is true. You know, yep. we're, we're small scale. We're scrappy. Me and you, Peter. And so that connection there is like exactly what I want in these kind of movies. So I love that. And yeah, he's like, I'm going to throw all this rubble on you, baby. And then yeah, it's funny in that in that scene, in that speech, I was like, Bro, I agree with you, but why you got to do all this crazy shit? <laughs> it's like, if you just stopped right there and you said, and that's my time, and then you left, I'd say, what a guy. <laughs> yeah, wait, this guy's a great man. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, he has a weird taste in, like, uh, suits. <laughs> yeah, Michael Keaton for president, though. Great job. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then he does all this crazy stuff, and I'm like, hey, dude, stop killing. Stop trying to kill this 15-year-old. <laughs> Right. exactly which is why he's like he has a code and like you know in that car scene for example he's like hey i just saved your life what do you say thank you thank you oh, you're welcome you know and it's it's like perfect because it's like he thinks he's doing the right thing like oh be grateful that i'm not killing you right now what do you say i saved your life like oh good good stuff right there it's chilling Thanks. chilling and, and the moment he finds out he's spider-man and the and the and the lights turn green in the you know when he's driving uh it, it, brilliant good old spider-man yeah no and the cinematography in that too with michael keaton's eyes and the acting it's just so it's cinema it's cinema, it's cinema. martin cinema martin martin scorsese it's cinema i'm i apologize that right there cinema <laughs> somewhere martin scorsese is going ah <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but yeah, I love his performance in this. But um, but yeah, so we get that great scene where he's under the rubble, Spider-Man. And uh, yeah, Tony, how do you feel about that scene? My favorite moment of the movie, and it's ripped out straight from one of the books, pinned under all this concrete, and he just has this moment where he's like almost pleading, like, somebody help me, help me, help me. 
Like, oh my god. And then he just like, come on, Spider-Man. Come on, spider Like a pep talk to himself. You know, and he's reminding himself, like, you're Spider-Man. Like, you got this. And he lifts... It's just such an inspiring moment. I was so moved by that moment. And I think it's something that incorp- en- encapsulates the in his entire arc and performance up until that point where you know up until that point he's like i want to be an avenger and this time this is the moment where he's like i want to be spider-man and i love that moment i really really do amazing amazing yeah hunter how do you feel about it loved it uh tony put it so perfectly i think we're like it it also reminded me of like toby you know what i mean just like like come on come on right the struggle the struggle he's a kid He's like, yeah. when he's crying for help, I cry because it's so convincing. He's like, help me, please help me, help me. And it's like, ooh, that's good right there. Like, once again, for young Spider-Man, beginner Spider-Man, like, this is so scary. Like, a 15-year-old trapped under the rubble, he, there's no way out? I, I'd be freaking out like that, and I'm 25. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, like, that's so, that, that moment's so real to me. And then that, yeah, that earned moment of him, like, getting back up again. You know, like, yeah. it's the struggle, but he's doing it. It's hard, but he he's doing it. Yeah, no, yeah, perfectly put. Um, Perfect. This is one of my favorite Spider-Man scenes of all time. It makes you feel for him, too. It's like, oh, God. It's great. Yeah. So, um, I love the final fight, because at first it looks, it, it feels like every other final fight in a superhero movie. It does. But... The whole point is it, it's kind of sub, a subversion at the end. So we get the stuff with the plane, right? Because they're stealing, like, Tony Stark, you know, tech and, and other stuff that they have because he's selling Avengers Tower, yada, yada, yada. So, like, Vulture's getting the stuff, and then, you know, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, Spider-Man is, is there, and he's like, like, Ugh, like, he's always there. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I love about the relationship, too, is, like, you're like a thorn in my side, buddy. I'm, like, a, an Iron Man villain, but... but like you're there and like now I'm becoming a Spider-Man villain because you yeah. can't <laughs> just leave me alone. That's hilarious. I'm becoming a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> Please God, no, not a Spider-Man villain. No, oh. I know what happens to those guys. <laughs> but the interesting thing is, so yeah, plane crashes, they fight. And I I was saying this about Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2. Same thing here. If it was just a fight, Vulture would have killed Peter Parker. Yes, he would have. And if it wasn't for his greed, he would have killed Peter Parker. And that's why it's like, yeah, he is not ready. This is beginner Spider-Man. He would have lost. He lost the battle. But what he wins is the battle of ideologies. So, you know, it's like he's about to like his suit explodes. Right. He's like Spider-Man's trying to save him. And explosion happens. And you think, oh, so he's just dead, just like every other Spider-Man villain. But no. Quite literally, I didn't even mean for this to happen. Quite literally, he jumps into the fire. He falls into the fire and saves Vulture's life. And that's so yeah. Spider-Man. He's not just going to, like, beat you up and or, or kill you. Like, he's a, he's a hero that wants to save the villains, too. And that's why I love Spider-Man. Yeah. Perfectly put. And I, I love that he, uh, that he does a little note at the end, too. I forget what it says exactly, but it's like, hey, the, like from Spider-Man, like this guy's bad or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. like bad guy. Here he is. So, yeah, like, just like he did for the bike. I, I like that. Yeah, I think that stuff's super cute. But also it made me tear up. I was like, the moment like he saves him and Vulture's there and he's looking at Peter and Peter's looking at him. And they're just like, 
like on the ground together, just like while everything's yeah. like on fire. And it's like brilliant. I know some people were like, Coney Island, like they should have a cool action scene Coney Island thing. I was like, I don't know if that would really work though with what's going on right now. Yeah, no. It would be maybe in a Sam Raimi movie that would be like dynamic and cool and everything. But for right now, it's so small scale. Like, I, I don't know if we need that. Maybe down the line, yes. But for, for right now, I think we needed to like just like be on the ground level and just like not do crazy stuff. Like, I don't, I don't love – it's not an action movie like the Raimi movies, and I'm fine with that. It's more like a small scale, like almost like an indie drama almost to me. Um, so, yeah, like – you know, he learns that like I can do, I can do it on my own. I'm my own hero. I, I got, you know, I did the right thing. You know, and it, it, I'm not happy about it. I love it. He's not. He's on top of the, you know, uh, cyclone, and he's like, you know, once again, he's not like awesome. He's like, I know what I got to do now. My, yep. I know, w with great power comes great responsibility. He doesn't say it, but you know, like you feel it, and it, it built up to that moment. You know, like he knows now. Oh, this isn't. This is serious. Like I gotta, I gotta be responsible, and I love that, and I love that. You know, it devolves into like happy Peter to like, all right, here we go. I gotta, hey. I, uh, I gotta do this now. And yep. Perfect, because that's Spider Man. You know, he's not happy being Spider Man. That you know, Toby I, becomes happier. I think later on, like at, at the end of Spider Man Two and more in Spider Man Three. But like, you know, at first he's tortured. You know, and I think we're fun. You know, we we built up to now this more darker tortured spider-man and i love that that's a, a brilliant arc yeah i i agree i agree perfectly put actually <laughs> thank you um <laughs> so how, how do you feel about no uncle ben in this fine actually i didn't mind it at all i thought that it was kind of cool to like not see that storyline play out again because I, I, not that I'm bored of it, I like it, but it's just something new. And so I, I didn't mind it. I thought that I would. I thought that I would, I would mind, like, no backstory on how he got to be Spider-Man. I thought I'd mind all that stuff, but I, I enjoyed it, actually. Just kind of, like, three in. Yeah, exactly. I like that he's just Spider-Man. Like, we don't need to, like, do anything else. You get it at this point. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a, like a TV show or, like, a, I, I don't watch anime, but it's like an anime thing where it's just, like, we're just jumping you into it and then maybe down the line we'll talk more about uncle ben and all this stuff but like for right now let's just like get the core of the character right let's 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 just explore like who he is first and i like that um uh, i would like i would like uncle ben down the line maybe in no way home we'll see but i i do yeah i like that i like that stuff too i, I actually don't mind it at all yeah there's only one little reference of him i don't know if you caught it but like you know where he, Tom Holland is just like oh, where he's like everything that happened to her something like that yeah yeah um everything that happened to Aunt May right now I can't do this to her so like that's that's all you need right now emphasis on right now <laughs> I agree yeah I agree um but yeah um so we kind of end the movie with we were kind of saying before like yep uh, not working out with Liz she's she's going away um Vulture is alive and so hopefully he comes back in other movies. I hope so. Um, he's coming back in Morbius, though, for whatever reason. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, he's, he's in jail. Um, Peter Parker, you know, is a little more seasoned now, a little more mature, a little more, a little wiser, is understanding responsibility a little more and more and more. And, and the payoff of all this is that, like, Tony Stark is like, hey, kid, um... Uh, hey, you want to be an Avenger? Here's your special suit. Here's your bullshit fucking mechanical suit. And we're going to have some people outside. Yes or no? 
go. And and just like perfect. It, it, you see it just in his eyes. He doesn't have to say a goddamn thing, just like in the car scene, just like in other moments in the movie. Like you see him being like, whoa, the suit, whoa. And then he thinks more and he's like, whoa, wait, wait, I can't. Mm-hmm. And it's just like perfect where it's like, no, sorry, but no, he's like, so he's so like assured of it too. He's just like, Hey, I'm sorry, Stark. I'm sorry, but no, I, I gotta be a neighborhood Spider-Man. And that's, that's a great, once again, just in this movie, there's more of him later on, but just in this movie, perfect beginning, middle and end. He's a neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. Agreed. I love that. I love the ending. It's like, oh, thank God he didn't do what Andrew Garfield does and just make a stupid fucking mistake. You know what I mean? Which I, again, I like that mistake. I like Spider-Man making mistakes. Right. But I was like, I was very happy that he said no. And I was like, ooh, turning into an adult. Exactly. A, spy bo- a Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm not a boy. I mean, I'm, I'm a man. Uh, oh but, uh, but like, he makes mistakes throughout, you know? But I think when it comes to, like, I think my issue with the amazing movies is, like, the ending, it's got to be, like, definitive and concrete even if it's wrong or right like this one like feels like concrete like i am your friendly neighborhood spider-man and so uh we we end the movie with like him getting the stark's suit back and aunt may finds out that peter parker his little boy is a spider boy man man boy boy man man boy and so that's kind of the promise at the end of this movie right like oh aunt may knows he's spider-man What's next? That's the promise. Like, that's what we'll explore in the next one. And as I mentioned before, Zendaya has a lot more to do. And uh, Mysterio is in the next one, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, uh, didn't take a shower, I suppose, for that role. Just kidding. <laughs> He's a stinky boy. He's a stinky boy. <laughs> yeah, He's a I'm stinky excited. man. I'm excited, I will say. You're excited? excited. So you're, you're excited. I'm, 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 I'm so intrigued to see what you feel about this movie in particular because this is the one that like kind of broke twitter a little bit um and i'm not yeah. you know i'm not saying i dislike the movie or i like this movie but i'm just saying mm-hmm. that this was the big one that like just like well liked movie overall like publicly mm-hmm. you know like critically and and audience wise but like on twitter and like you know there's there's so many things that people discuss about that movie so i'm super intrigued to see what how you feel about this one or the next one and i, and I know nothing i know nothing about it Far from I really home. Don't. I don't know how I got spoiler free for all of these ones, or for both of them. I guess I should say. And but, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that because you've seen Infinity War and Endgame, but you weren't spoiled on his solo movies. Yeah, I know. Isn't that super weird? I was just like, oh yeah, there's, <laughs> there's Spider Man. I guess. <laughs> I guess he's the guy now. Um, which I I bet rewatching those movies, I bet it'd make uh, it a little bit better. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, final final thoughts to kind of wrap up. Like my my final thoughts on this movie is, it's not the most grandiose Spider-Man movie. I think you know, even though it's got all these ties to the Mar- larger Marvel Cinematic Universe, I don't think it's the one that goes for broke the most. But it's the one that I I'm charmed by the most because I feel it's the one that doesn't just gets a good feel of Spider-Man but also gets a good feel for the neighborhood that he's a part of. You know, um, I'm very charmed by a lot of the stuff in the movie that's very Queens, you know, as a lifelong New Yorker. And I think that, I think that it's one of 
the better Spider-Man films. I'd probably put it firmly in the top half of the MCU films, you know, somewhere if I were to, you know. And uh, I just think that his chemistry with Michael Keaton is terrific. And, you know, I think that this is one that has a solid villain. And and I think that, you know, part of the hero, part of a hero's journey is when, you know, he he's go, comes up against obstacles and overcomes them. And in this one, it's, he's not just overcoming the obstacle of a very capable villain, He's overcoming an obstacle of a father figure that he wants to impress, but also, you know, has to remind him, you need to slow down before you get to this point, you know? So, um, yeah, I I really love this movie, and, uh, yeah. Out of out of ten vulture wings, what would you give this movie, Tony? I give it a solid eight. Solid eight? All right, sweet. Like I said before, I have my issues with this movie. I... Would it, in my head, would it be better if it was a, a specific solo Spider-Man movie not associated with the MCU? I think maybe it would. But again, that's not the movie this is, so I can't, I can't base my opinion off that. I have, I had a good time in this movie. I liked it. It was fun. Tom Holland is very good, very good. Like, again, how I said, he combines the things that I like about. Um, Toby's Peter and Andrew's like Spider-Man and combines them into his performance. And he's very likable. And I can't, I can't wait to see what they do, you know? So yeah, I'm, I liked it. I'm excited. And I think my final rating coming into the podcast, it was a seven after the podcast. It's an eight. I realized how actually uh, fun and like how much I liked it talking about it. <laughs> I was like, wait, what didn't I like again? I don't remember. Let's talk about what I like. So yeah, I, th- I think it's an eight. It's a solid um, first installment into the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Amazing. Um, so yeah, I love this movie. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's not as good as Toby's first two movies. But I think it's it's a it's a little bit better than Spider-Man three, for example. Not a little bit. It's it's a lot better than Spider-Man three, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, like it's not like classic Spider-Man, like like the Toby movies, which is fine. I think for right now, and I think this is actually for me at least, like I have a lot of cons when it comes to like MCU and like like franchise filmmaking and like cinematic universe stuff. But for right now, I'm totally fine with this. Cause you know down the line, like they will like do classic Spider-Man, um, you know, like I I I have no doubt in my mind. That's the whole point of these movies right now is like he's gonna get to the Spider-Man you know and love. He's gonna get to be the Spider-Man you know and love. Yep. But also like this is just a satisfying movie on its own. You know what I mean? This isn't just set up the movie. This isn't just like I don't care about anything that's going on. I hope the next one's better. You know? Mm-hmm. And so like this is just a really charming movie. I it's one of the funniest MCU movies. It has some of the best acting uh, in the MCU. It has some of the best vi- villain. It has one of the best villains of, of the whole MCU. I love Vulture. Mm-hmm. I love Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I think he's vulnerable, but once again, not in the way that other Spider-Men are. It's more like we actually see this young Peter Parker come of age. Yep. We see this this boy slowly progress into a man and that's like really it sounds gross <laughs> from the way i've just described no, it. no 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 it, it is true it's it's a it's a good coming of age movie it is 
Yeah, but so that's that's like actually exciting to see, and I think that's something we haven't done yet with Spider-Man because he hasn't been in the cinematic universe. Because he's because every time they've tried to do it, it's just like he's the cinematic universe. But now it's like he's just in a universe, you know. And I love that. And so I love I really I really dig this movie. I give it I'm gonna give it a really generous nine. I think it maybe deserves an eight, but I I I just have so much fun watching it. I I, I it's one of my favorite MCU movies. I give it a nine. Yeah, um, but yeah, my, my ranking right now, just so we can see that, uh, is Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, coming in at third, Sp- Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, and then uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. Still at least there. we have the same uh, least favorite. Yeah, which is funny because I like it. I still like it. Right, and I don't. It's fine. But it's okay. <laughs> but <laughs> you know I what? Do. I'm actually really glad that we don't disagree that much about this movie. I'm really happy, actually. Yes, same. I same. thought we were gonna fight. I got my sword ready and everything, dude. I know. I, I, and on the train too. I was like, I'm gonna make him think I fucking hate this movie. That's right. And you, it worked. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was ready for a battle. But yeah. So yeah, we we both like this movie. And uh, tune in next time because it's probably next, not next week because we want to get these episodes done by No Way Home. But um, tune in next time for Far From Home, and then we'll try to maybe do spider-verse before no way home but if not um we'll, we'll definitely we're definitely going to do no way home but um but far from home is next uh tony artiga thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest appreciate you guys thanks again tony uh do you want to plug anything before uh before we wrap up just follow us at uh at you know his name 007 to follow our james bond podcast that i run with two excellent gentlemen rick rodriguez and john morgan we have 14 out of 16 episodes up for the season so far. Um, the last film that we discussed was actually the very first James Bond film, Dr. No. Um, and upcoming soon, we, as our season finale, we will be discussing uh, Die Another Day. And as a companion to that episode, we will be discussing uh, the career of Piers Brosnan. Um, so thank you guys for uh, having this conversation with me. And uh, I look, look forward to g- going back. Coming back. Wait. Are you going to talk about Dante's Peak? <laughs> I love that movie. I think we do I think we do touch on it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, for watching. Uh, we are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're anywhere you listen to podcasts, really. Uh, we have a website, NYC Actors Talk Film. We have an Instagram at NYC Actors Film Pod. Uh, we have a YouTube channel where we do clipped versions of our episodes. Hunter, any, any uh, anything you want to uh, say before we go? And I love you all. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Nothing related to Spider-Man, Hunter? Uh, Spider-Man's good all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Even when Spider-Man's bad. It's good. I like I'm, it. I, I have to agree with Hunter because even though Amazing Spider-Man 2 is my least favorite Spider-Man film, it is my favorite Spider-Man suit put on film ever. Yes. Gorgeous. So good. Uh well, um I'm not I'm not a girl. I'm a I'm a boy. I mean I'm I'm a man. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye bye. A swift whip.